the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Zelensky wants the U.S. to guarantee peace with Russia. We would like to see the United States led by the president among those leaders. The White House defends Hunter Biden. Of course the president's confident that his son didn't break the law. Actress Estelle Harris passes away. Yeah, I sound to myself just like a munchkin. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Monday, April 4th. I'm Mike Scott. The latest from Ukraine finds Ukrainian troops discovering brutalized bodies with bound hands and gunshot wounds to the head. Signs of torture after Russian soldiers withdrew from the outskirts of Kiev. Authorities said Sunday this sparks new calls of a war crimes investigation and sanctions against Russia. Authorities said they were documenting evidence of alleged atrocities to add to their case for prosecuting Russian officials for war crimes. To convict, International Criminal Court prosecutors will need to show a pattern of indiscriminate, deadly assaults on civilians during the Russian invasion. Meantime, Russian military officials say they struck an oil processing plant and fuel depot around Odessa. It comes as reports are still unclear if Ukraine attacked an oil depot in Belgorod, Russia. Joining Fox News' Brett Baer, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky was asked about the attack on the Russian oil depot. And speaking through an interpreter, he said this. I'm sorry. I do not discuss any of my orders as commander-in-chief, the leader of this uh, state, and there are things which I only share with the military uh, armed forces of Ukraine and when they talk with me. When asked if he was willing to give up land for peace, Zelensky told Brett Baer... The question of territorial integrity and sovereignty is out of discussion. There are difficult questions regarding temporarily occupied territories. There are uh, principal difficulties. We are ready to put off some issues off the agenda, like the Crimean issue. We are prepared to talk about uh, having the Crimean issue. Uh, The occupation of Crimea should be resolved in a diplomatic format, maybe like uh, 10 years later. Globally, the issue needs to be resolved, uh, such as the end of warfare, and then diplomacy steps in. Zelensky says if there is to be peace with Russia, other countries will need to guarantee it. We do need guarantees of uh, security from leading nations. And the Russian Federation understands that we may have argument about this uh, or that country, but among the key states, uh, there have to be uh, guarantors 
uh, and uh, those can be members of NATO or those outside it. When Zelensky was asked if he wanted America to be one of those countries that would help guarantee peace, he had this to say. He talked with President Biden. We talked with him uh, quite often, often enough. We had a conversation yesterday. We are saying that Ukraine would like to see among the leaders of those guarantors, those who are joining this important peace settlement process, we would like to see the United States led by the president among those leaders. And on our part, we received a message that the United States are considering this proposition. They're considering it in a positive way. We want to see specific guarantees. What will be our future if we now make an agreement with Russia, but two years later they come back with another war? Turning to the White House, Chief of Staff Ron Klain says the U.S. remains fully committed to providing a full range of economic and military support to Ukraine in its war against Russia, which he describes as far from over. Klain says that the U.S. remains fully committed to providing a full range of economic and military support to Ukraine. There have been victories for the Ukrainians so far, but this war, sadly, is far from over. Klain says it will be up to Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky to decide if the political endgame is to allow Russia to occupy the eastern part of Ukraine. The political future of Ukraine is up for Ukraine to decide, but the military future of this attack has to be pushed back. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the U.S. continues to work on Russian sanctions every day. And they are having an effect. Virtually all of the forecasts show Russia's economy contracting by 10 percent this year. That is dramatic, especially at a time when other economies, uh, including our own, are are rebounding dramatically. Uh, Second, when it comes to the ruble, it's more than a little manipulation. It's a lot of manipulation. People are being prevented from unloading rubles. That's artificially propping up the value. That's not sustainable. Blinken also says we may be in a new phase of the war with Russia's pullback from Kiev. I think this is evidence that uh, Russia's original plans uh, to take over the whole country, uh, including Kiev, have been uh, dealt a devastating uh, setback. They are regrouping. They may be focusing on the east, but let's keep in mind they still have the ability to uh, wreak massive death and destruction, uh, including in, in places like Kiev with, uh, uh, with air power and missiles. Blinken still needs to see more evidence that Russia is really pulling back from Kiev. At the same time, they may be regrouping. Uh, they may be uh, uh, recalibrating. We're focused on on, on what they're doing, uh, not what they're saying. And um, if it's a refocus on the east, uh, there's still, uh, you know, a tremendous amount uh, that's going to be uh, ahead of us. As President Biden said uh, recently, this could go on for some time. And the question is how much uh, death and destruction Russia wreaks in the meantime. Republican Senator John Cornyn of Texas says that whatever the Ukrainians need to do to keep their country safe, He will be on board. I'm for giving the Ukrainians anything that they can use and as fast as we can get it there. Uh, That's the message we had from uh, President Zelensky time after time. And uh, that's the message we got when I visited Poland and Germany with a bipartisan group of senators a couple of weeks ago. Uh, We can't dither and worry about some of the niceties here when the Ukrainians are fighting for their very lives. And if they feel like they need to take out a fuel depot uh, across the Russian border... Uh, Go for it. Meantime, Cornyn says that Russia is a threat to the world and we need to back Ukraine 
with more supplies. Well, Russia's in a war with everybody else, uh, including Ukrainians and the rest of the free world. So I think uh, it's a a fantasy to think that this could be done in some sort of very uh, nice, neat package. Uh, War has been variously described as hell, and it's uh, ugly, it's violent, and the Ukrainians are fighting for their very lives, and I would give them everything they need faster than we are right now. Cornyn weighed in on his doubts that Russian President Vladimir Putin can be trusted. Putin is a killer. He's a he's a thug. He is has a vision of restoring the Russian Empire, the the fall of which uh, he said was the greatest geopolitical tragedy in the last hundred years. Mm-hmm. So uh, I wouldn't trust uh, Vladimir Putin uh, for a minute. Hunter Biden's international business dealings have been under investigation since 2020. But discussion about his conduct has accelerated in recent weeks. Sunday on ABC's This Week program, the White House Chief of Staff, Ron Klain, defended the president's son, saying the president is confident that his son Hunter did not break the law in relation to taxes. When asked if President Joe Biden is confident his son, who is under federal investigation over whether he failed to report income on overseas dealings, didn't break the law, Klain explained this way. Of course the president's confident that his son didn't break the law. Uh, But most importantly, as I said, that's a matter that's going to be decided by the Justice Department, by the legal process. It's something that no one at the White House has involvement in. Robbie Sove, co-host of The Hills Rising and editor at Reason Magazine says that the media should just admit Republicans were right on the story. Yeah, I I can see this going with the media in a Republicans pounce on Hunter Biden direction, which is something they do when, uh, something I've often noticed, and other people on the right have noticed, that when uh, when the... Essentially, the thrust of the Republican criticism is correct. The media frames it as how Republicans are using this to get ahead rather than about how they're just correct about the thing. Hunter Biden's laptop is currently in possession of the FBI, which is reportedly investigating whether he violated tax, foreign lobbying and money laundering laws during his business dealings in many foreign countries. Former governor and vice presidential candidate Sarah Palin has announced that she will be running for GOP Representative Don Young's congressional seat. ABC's Karen Travers reads, in part... Palin's statement released on Facebook. The former Republican vice presidential candidate writing on Facebook, public service is a calling, adding America is at a tipping point. As I've watched the far left destroy the country, I knew I had to step up and join the fight. The Alaska Representative Young served for nearly 50 years before he died last month. Lawsuits targeting Florida's parental rights law get puff piece coverage in the mainstream media. Daybreak Insider's Bernie Bennett has more details. On Thursday, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed the Parental Rights and Education Act into law, which triggered a reaction from those claiming that the bill deserved to be referred to as the, quote, don't say gay bill. Prior to the signing, many voters polled agreed with the bill when they actually read it. The law deals with parental rights so that children are not subject to being taught matters of sexuality and gender identity that are not appropriate to their age group, specifically those children in kindergarten through third grade. Public opinion strategies found that even Democrats and Biden voters supported the language. As of Thursday, lawsuits have been filed against the bill. Bernie Bennett reporting. 
The price of a gallon of gasoline moves a little lower after hitting a high two weeks ago. The average price for a gallon in the U.S. slipped on Sunday to $4.19 a gallon, according to the latest numbers from AAA. The price on Saturday was $4.22 a gallon. Hans Nichols, a reporter for Axios, says gas prices will remain high for some time. Everything the president just said that we just listened is true. It's also largely irrelevant. When inflation is where it's at, when you see gas prices going where it's at, we can talk about a jobs report here. We can talk about the latest PCE numbers of the CPI and all of us former Bloomberg reporters can really get into the weeds, right? But there's one number that they can't really change right now, and that is what the placard says at the local gas station. Yeah. And that number is high, and that's a daily jobs report that voters, that Americans, consumers see every day, and there's nothing the White House can do about it other and bring down the price of gasoline. Which and, is and, and maybe blame Putin. And he, th this week the tagline was the Putin price hikes or something to that effect. Look, when I uh, drive past gas stations that say blame Putin more than they right. say let's go Brandon, I'll know the White House. The, well, I'll, know the White House I'll know the White House has been successful in messaging it. That hasn't I mean, the, Senate Energy and National Resources Committee ranking member John Barrasso says President Biden is the one to blame for high gas prices. $2.38 today that Joe Biden came into office, add $1.15, which is the Biden increase prior to Putin's invasion into Ukraine, and then 4.32 average price today as a result of Biden plus Putin. Barroso says Democrats won't allow drilling on many Federal Reserve lands. That is one reason gas prices did rise. The number one issue in the American voters' mind and American families' minds today is inflation. People are feeling the pain. You want to fill your tank, you got to empty your wallet. And that's because they will not allow us to get it out of the ground. Barrasso goes on to say that Democrats and the president are more concerned with appeasing environmentalists than helping the average American suffering under this economy. That is the mantra of this administration. They would rather worship at the altar of the climate elites who want to do things dramatically, unilaterally, and immediately, regardless of the impact that it's going to have, how detrimental it's going to be to the economy, and the fact it's not actually going to help the environment. A battle heats up over the remaining money in a federal COVID rental relief program. Daybreak Insider's Julie Walker has that story. A debate is playing out across the country as the Treasury Department begins reallocating some of the $46.5 billion in rental assistance, which was aimed at keeping families in their homes during the pandemic, from places slow to spend to others that are running out of funds. Larger states are getting hundreds of millions extra. Native American tribes are also receiving tens of millions of additional help. Those losing money are almost all smaller Republican states with large rural populations and fewer renters. Many were slow to spend their share, so they either voluntarily returned money or had it taken. I'm Julie Walker. Police in California are searching for at least one suspect, all connected with a mass shooting in downtown Sacramento that claimed six lives and injured at least ten. Sacramento Mayor Daryl Steinberg says the city is grieving after the deadly downtown shooting. Our city has a broken heart. This is a senseless and unacceptable tragedy. Steinberg went on to say that it is his opinion that gun violence must be addressed. Thoughts and prayers are not nearly enough. We must do more as a city, as a state, and as a nation. And finally, 
Estelle Harris. As middle-class matron Estelle Costanza, Harris put a memorable stamp on her recurring role. Harris also voiced Mrs. Potato Head in the 1999 animated blockbuster Toy Story, has died. Speaking with reporters, in November of 1999, the actor says she hates the way she sounds. I cannot stand my voice. When I'm talking, I sound to myself like Marlene Dietrich or, you know, but when I hear myself, I sound to myself just like a munchkin, and it, 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 I, I really don't like it. Harris joked with reporters about the chemistry between Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, who she voiced alongside Don Rickles, in Toy Story. He was a bachelor, and I was an old maid. And my mother would tell me, you'll always be an old maid. But when we saw each other, our eyes just jumped at each other, and we fell madly in love. And it's, it was the romance and the marriage of the century. Estelle Harris was 93. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.